0: Love talk radio
1: Welcome to the War Room We got Ted Chill Jimmy PJ B Austin the hot block commander how you wanna end up on a two-hour show to get the brain running with the premise of talk for a national level full with the Sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the fad Five doing prime time. Sportsing bomberists to speak their minds a little bit For sports medicine and sports veterans and greats The 4 for 26th saw
2: the war in Kuwait It's the war room, with five knights at the round table Five silly guys, the and educated Yeah! What up, though? What's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the board, Dev, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother. We got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Uh, B. Austin will be with us in, in just a little bit. Man, the NBA Finals are a wrap. Looks like Chris Paul had to return that trophy y'all gave him two weeks ago. We're going to put a bow on the finals and the NBA season and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, get comfy, and you know what time it is. It's time to bust it up again with your guys in the greatest man cave in sports. That is the War Room, of course. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the War Room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes. On the digital extreme tech hotline at numbers three two three four one zero 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 one two. What up, fam? I see uh we had billionaires shooting themselves in the space this week in shlom rockets. What's up with that? Why do
3: you on the moon? <laughs> why are
4: you on the moon? <laughs> why do you on the moon. Bars. You know,
2: <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, they, they just man. They just doing stuff that we've been talking about doing for for years. They just got the funds to do it. Um, you know, I've been trying to crowdsource to to build a rocket and get up out of here for a long time. But when I roll, you know, I'm not trying to roll for ten minutes in something that's um, shaped like a Sloan. I'm trying to get up out of here for good and get away from the madness yeah. that is Earth. Yeah. So yeah, I would you know. Check that, man. Yeah, I mean they—they they basically having a contest though, because uh, your man uh, Branson beat him up there, but uh, uh, Bezos went a little farther. He went like sixty-six miles um, from the ground, so you know he—he—he—he he, 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 he ran up there, came back. All happened in less than eleven minutes. So um, what do you think this is leading to? Like, you know, 11-minute flight. Like, what is this building up to?
3: Um, it's going to lead to one of them not coming back. They can't keep playing with each
2: other. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are they sitting here? Like, is this the the race to, like, passenger space travel? And even when they do that, is it going to be the same thing? Like, you know, we take you to space in 10 minutes. It'll uh, cost you $4 million. Like. And these oh, dudes having
3: a uh, 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 these dudes having a schlong contest
2: mm-hmm. and um, using
3: space Be- as the backdrop.
2: Be- Bezos doing it literally though, because you saw what his rocket looked like.
3: <laughs> yeah, like a You know, you out there in the air phallus? <laughs>
0: yeah,
3: uh, yeah. These 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 cats out of control, man. These cats out of control. But they're gonna keep they're gonna keep trying to outdo each other, and then one of them ain't gonna come back.
2: Mhm. Mhm. And then, you know, Basil's ex-wife going to give all his money to black people. He's going to haunt her. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man, but y'all know what it is. Before we get started, man, we just want to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, we need to, you know, let you know that you can, anytime during the week, you can uh, check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that either on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms so there's never an excuse to miss an episode of the War Room, uh, the tissue and the tape hip hop show uh, John Appetit if you if you you know if you label yourself a foodie um, on the couch with the Wilsons if you're in the movies and TV uh, after further review with the mayor, that's more sports talking. If you're a Philly sports head, you definitely got to listen to The Broad Street Line with Roy and Chris, man. So make sure y'all don't ever miss an episode of any of your favorite shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. So before we get into these hot topics, just got to let you know hot topics are brought to you by My Bookie, War Room Family. It's time for you to make some bread, sports betting in My Bookie if you still haven't checked them out. We, we just don't understand it because we tell you every week that you can get on here. You can make yourself some money. So go lay down some money on the biggest games in sports. Uh, you know, the NBA playoffs are over, but in just a few days, they're going to have the opening ceremony to the Tokyo Olympics, so you can get in on that. Um you can place bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. You get it fast. You don't get hassled. They even have in-game live betting. So you can place wages after the game starts. So join now, on mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, that activates your offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play when and get paid. That's all there is to it. So let's, do it. let's go. On. Biggest sport biggest sports story of the week we know the Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions for the first time in 50 years for the first time since 1971 um it was it was pretty much a hell of a run there's a lot of people out here you know throwing out the injury excuse but tell me give me the last time in pretty much any major sport where there wasn't an injury or injuries that kind of changed the landscape of somebody's playoff run. We always say, Jim, it takes a little bit of luck to go along with your skill and your dominance when, you know, when you're, when you're winning the championship. So uh, you got any, any slander against the Bucks in that regard, you know?
3: No, and, and no. I mean, listen, man. Um, Everything changes after twenty twenty, man. So, so I have no slander against the Bucks in that regard, man. This, this, there's so many storylines that go, and I know we're gonna go down all of them in terms of, uh, you know, this championship. But the thing about Milwaukee, man, I was just and I don't know if you saw this. I was just watching like uh, their parade. I don't know if they had a parade already or they just having like a pre parade
2: because that seemed pretty fast, huh? That, that. No, you, usually most sports they do the parade like two days afterwards. Especially when you in what you call them, Jimmy, them flyover towns, where you don't have to flyover like, cities. Yeah, yeah, it, it's not much yeah, to it because if you, you watched it, you know, wasn't a lot of people there. There's probably more people at the Philadelphia airport when the Eagles came home than Milwaukee's parade. But um, you know,
3: yeah, but they they brought like they brought back like Brandon Jennings and. Michael Red, yeah. I'm like yo for, for who for what, but, man. but so I can't I can't be mad at like Milwaukee like I mean it's been 50 years man like, you know my man put up a 50 piece like you know what I mean like it is what it is man and and I mean this is a crazy this is a crazy season right so and I don't want to keep jumping topics right but I was thinking about the fact that I'm watching like a TV today right only time I'll probably watch sports media which is a side note is after championships, just to laugh mm. at the hyperbole and hot takes.
5: Right.
3: After somebody wins a championship, they go in with the hyperbole and hot takes in terms of greatest, never will do this, um, this person's done forever, like all that kind of stuff.
2: Who's so the best player in the league now, as if, you know, the, the yo, chip changes that.
3: But the crazy part is they want a chip, right, which is a hard-fought championship. They're big core three, paid and taken care of. they together for a minute. And I see the entire sports media world then hand the chip over to the Nets next year.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. I mean, they handed oh, it over God. to them this year. So it's like when a team like that gets together, you know, it's easy to hedge your bet. You're going to hand them the chip until they finally win one. <laughs> they did that with Miami. You know what I'm saying? They, when these teams get together, that's what they do. But and, and that's why I asked you that question straight off the bat, though, because a lot of people keep saying there was no way possible – that the the Bucks would have beaten a fully healthy um, Brooklyn Nets team. And hey, it, we, we'll never know if that's true or not because it's not going to happen in in 2021. Um, all I know is, you know, Giannis and and his teammates are the champions now. Um, and shout out to them because you can get a a, a yeah, free I taco eat, from Taco I Bell, Bell tonight good. for them winning. <laughs>
3: I hate that, though, because, like, when you go throughout history and you start to, like, really do your research, if you really get into the context, there were so many injuries. And I'm talking about even back in the 50s and 60s, which changed the course of championships. But I, And I guess over time, no one brings it up, and because we're in the moment, we bring it up. But, like, over right. time, there were injuries, like, to, to certain Wilt teams that happened back in, like, 59, where it's, like, you know what I mean, 1960, around that time, where it's, like, if you go back and look at it, like, yo, he's playing with his three best players. And it's something to fully, you know, but no one talks about that kind of
2: stuff. They never do. But like you said, the farther away we get from the history, the people are going to forget about that. You know what I'm saying? The old dudes who want to slander teams like the Bucks now, they're going to be old and decrepit or they're going to be dead. So when people talk about history, they're not going to be able to interject with their, you know, their hating ass. Well, the the Nets were were, were injured, so they're lucky. But you know what people also don't bring up in this whole mix, though? People keep failing to bring up that just a couple of games before the NBA Finals started, Giannis Antetokounmpo's leg bent back like a bow and arrow. And most people thought he had the worst injury of the playoffs. And, you know, sometimes, you know, somehow he got through it. Shout out to Balco or whatever that was. But he got through it. Wow. Where, uh, <laughs> Where a lot of other people, you know, couldn't. So it's like, you you know, he did this presume, presumably not at 100%. So people can give all the excuses that they want. He also did it without a legitimate, you know, you and I are probably the only people that we know that, that really gives Chris Middleton any type of flowers at this, at this point. But even, so they still you know, them. even with that, being serious, he doesn't have another – me- like, a lot of these other teams have more than one megastar, not two superstars. They have, like, two and three megastars, and they're winning these titles. This dude has arguably a second superstar. Um, People talk all the time about the inconsistencies of Chris Milton, even when he does ball. Yo, he re-signed uh, – <laughs> He got people on his team that, you know, nobody thought that he could win a championship with and, and he ended up doing it. So I think all the excuses of everybody else being injured, I'm like, come on. I mean, Kevin Durant, even with Giannis winning, you know, the arguments are out there. Like you said, all the hyperbole and a lot of people are saying Kevin Durant is still the, the best player in basketball right now. So Kevin Durant versus Giannis mano y mano, Kevin didn't get it done. You know, regardless of,
3: I mean
2: Uh which which of his co stars was, was fully healthy or not. So it is managed props.
3: Then, and, then, like, and then on the flip side, we start adding resumes together. This young man is putting up a resume. I didn't realize since you posted it, John, I was looking at the different stuff he got. I was like, Yo, my man already had a <laughs> player of the year, finals MVP two MVPs. He got two regular two M V P he's twenty six.
0: <laughs>
2: I think people look at Giannis yeah, that, 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 they look at him different. I guess he had been in the league so long. You know, he almost like Devin Booker. He's been in the league so long. People forget yeah, how young true. he is. But he's yeah, racked man. up Honestly, more accolades in this little – I mean, people still hold on to Derrick Rose. Like <laughs> – but yeah, that's true. I, I, People still hold on to Derrick Rose. But look at his resume compared to even Derrick Rose back when, you know, people were considering him one of the best players in the league.
0: Listen,
3: man, mm. here's my thing, right? Giannis became one of my favorite players this week, despite what Court thinks. Court, court associated me with this ball, like, years ago. But Giannis and all you did then was give him props uh, and, instead of that's
2: hating all I did. on you. I said, I, I said I, yeah,
3: that's all I did. And
2: he became <laughs> my guy. But
3: he's really my guy now, Paul. And it really has nothing to do with basketball. But anyone that could win a chip and then pull up at Chick-fil-A, like, that's just hard. Buy. You know, y'all know how I feel about Chick-fil-A. so Yeah.
2: You know, and then and then ordered 50 uh, chicken minis, like the yeah, yo,
3: the chicken minis is fire
2: though. No, <laughs> they definitely fire. A little, it's it's just like nuggets on a little butter bread. Like around the little butter bread, and it's sweet, like sweet butter bread.
3: Yeah,
2: but um, sweet the, the bread. There's little news article like, that reported I'm, I'm that, Jim. I'm, like, I'm
3: going to go tomorrow morning. Yeah, I'm going to pull up tomorrow morning. I'm like, yo, give me some nuggets on sweet butter bread. See sweet butter bread.
2: <laughs> give me some little nuggets on some, some little mini sweet butter breads. Um, <laughs>
3: They're going to say, my pleasure, and make that thing happen.
2: Uh-huh. But, um, th- yeah, the, the, the people who reported on that didn't do it justice afterwards because they kept reporting that he ordered 50 nuggets. I'm like, nah. Fifty chicken minis is much more of a meal than just fifty nuggets. Yeah, because that's fifty yeah. pieces of little bread. So I hope Giannis was sharing Bunny that bread. with the whole family. Because um, yeah, that, that that's a little much uh, of a meal. But um, uh, so let, let let's. I got I gotta give him their song. You know, it's only right. They they gotta get their song. <laughs> Shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. And
0: we'll keep on fighting till the
2: end. All right, and they did keep on fighting to the end. All right, so let's start out this, this <coughs> finals talk with, let's start out with our um, stat of the week and our quote of the week. Now, the stat of the week comes from game six, the final game, the closeout game of the NBA finals. Um, and, of course. That is the Greek freak Giannis Antetokounmpo putting up 50 points, 14 rebounds, five blocks, two assists on 16 of 25 shooting from the field. And in his case, a stunning 17 of 19 from the foul line in this game six NBA finals closeout situation versus the Suns, who most people had already awarded the trophy to a week and a half ago. Um, and that takes us right into the quote of the week though, the quote of the week. And, and, you know, somebody told Jimmy and I, in our chat that this was a hot take, um, says, I don't know if I've ever seen a better performance in an NBA finals closeout game. And that's for the second week in a row, our, our, our quote is from one Stephen A. Smith, which is interesting because we don't watch any of these shows, but, whatever they say makes news and we end up seeing it or somebody sends us clips or or whatever. Um, Do you think that's hyperbole? Do you think that's a hot take? Or like if you really try to jog your memory, can you remember a closeout situation in the NBA finals as good as this one? I mean, I've seen, you know, (laughs) I've seen Kevin Durant and, you know, people close out a series with, with transcendent performances, but the NBA Finals. Yeah, like
3: like to me, I, I've never seen anything like this. I never, I mean, <laughs> it's a game, I've never seen nothing like this.
5: Like I right. just haven't
3: because, like, man, listen, he put up a fifty bagger, and it wasn't. You the crazy part is for me, it wasn't even just that he put up fifty either. He was like just active on it's, it's almost like he was going at a different speed than everybody else. And so as I was watching the game, I'm sitting there like, yo.
2: And he was rebounding, playing? defending. <laughs> he was shot. It seemed like he was, he was playing with a chip on his shoulder from all of the criticism that he got at the end of last season. You know, people are like, well, somebody cooking and you the defensive player of the year, he just he didn't even have to guard one man because he was guarding everybody. <laughs> he was he blocked five shots. It, yeah, it, it was he, – he just looked like a man amongst boys. And it's not like they didn't need it because Phoenix kept making their runs. They kept getting back into the game. You know, it wasn't just – you know, they didn't just run away with it from the opening tip, how, you know, it kind of yeah. looked like they might do at the start. But, you know, Phoenix, you know, they did what they were supposed to do. They got back into the game. Um, yeah, I mean, we've seen Michael Jordan drop 36, 37, and hit a last second, you know, not a buzzer beater, but a, a, you know, hit the last shot, and then this team have to play defense. You know, we've seen stuff like that. Um, shout out to you for for reminding me, We, we probably didn't, we didn't actually see this, but it goes down in NBA lore, um, how Willis Reed came out, limped out, but nobody talks about. The closeout performance that Walt Clyde Frazier had in that game—they talk about dude limping out of the tunnel and giving them two points—as <laughs> as the catalyst that brought the Knicks that championship back in the seventies. But they don't talk about Clyde putting up what did he put up—like thirty-seven points, ton of rebounds, ton yeah, of like, assists. <laughs>
3: Yo, know, like seven, like like seven, uh, seven, like rebounds and like fifteen assists, something crazy
2: like that. Some something crazy, and and we we never hear people talk about that. But just as far as, you know, we've seen LeBron with some, some yeah, great performances at the end of series. the series.
3: Imagine your teammate limp out, and you put up Sam there in one of the greatest games in NBA history, but all everybody <laughs> talked about is the ball limping out.
2: Right. And that's the thing, and Good. that's where they stop it, though. See, and that's how you create narratives. That's how you create stories, because a lot of people, a lot of these NBA historical stories – like in this ten years that we've been doing this, you start to realize how, you know, people just lean on those narratives and they don't even know what happened after this and they don't know what happened before this or they just know that story and, and that's where they stop because I've talked to a ton of people about that and they were like, yeah, Willis Reed limped out of the tunnel and then the Knicks went on to win, like no other details in that. I don't think a lot of people yeah. who who repeat that. Know that boy played like two minutes, scored two points, <laughs> and couldn't go anymore. Listen, and then man. Walt Clyde Frazier just Listen, man. dominated. And like it,
3: here, here's it's the weird. thing, man. There's a there's a there's a, there's a writer. His name is a he's a marketer and a writer. His name is Russell Brunson, and he writes books on marketing. And one mm-hmm. of the things that he always talks about is telling stories. He said the greatest way to market anybody is to tell a story because mm-hmm. he said that we're hardwired to want to hear stories and run with narratives. Like it's. We can't even help it if we wanted to. It's how we're wired as humans, right. which is why, like, you know, as, as, as time goes on, like, history was passed down via story, story, story. It's why the Bible resonates the way it does. It's not because the right. Bible says, hey, this is the way you should live. It's the story surrounding it. It's all about yeah. stories. So we're hardwired to love stories. Can... So, therefore, it's, it's no, why that... NFL films are so powerful. The reason right. I saw on like right. love football, I never forget watching NFL films as a kid. And they would tell those stories, and you would just buy into it, and... You know, <laughs> half of the price was lies. Half a price,
1: but
2: it's not even just, they're they're just, just not even just lies, time. like most of it like they'll stop the story where they want to because this is the part they want to market to you, just like you just said. Like we want to market this heroic feat. Not not you know, we're not gonna tell everybody that it really wasn't as heroic as we made it out to be, but this is a great story. We're gonna run with it because most of the times you see this they build it up, especially that particular story. They build it up, they show him in videos limping out of the tunnel, they show him limping down the court, and then they just talk real fast. And then the Knicks went on the win. They might say, you know, walk Clyde Frazier, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's like it's, the, it's like the end of commercials of where they don't want you to hear the the fine print. They just spit that out real fast. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's
3: Yo, real quick though. Speaking of that, all right. So now we talking about this, and and Giannis had like several moments.
5: Mm-hmm. What's going
3: to be the narrative? What's the what's the what's the like the the key moment? What is his defining moment of this series?
2: A series, yeah. A
3: couple. Mm. He, had that, he had yeah. He had that. I, I was about he to say huge, he had
2: the <laughs> that, huge, that Euro mm. stuff in
3: Game Seven. They keep showing for whatever reason. Like he had a couple plays.
2: You're right. I think, I, th- I think it might be the block. I think it might be the block on the alley-oop. Um, that's another thing the that they from, do with stories because, uh, yeah, uh, yo. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a mix of highlights. They're going to pick, you know, like the top three or four, everything you just said is going to be in there because I have another example. Think about when they talk about the bulls and Michael Jordan winning their first title and tell me yeah. if they don't make it seem like that move when Mike went up with one hand and then brought it down and then scored with yeah, the was, left. Yeah. Tell me if they don't make it seem like that was in the final minutes of the closing game when they were about to yeah. take the t- yo, that was from game one.
3: <laughs> that was absolutely game one. I remember
5: watching it. It was something like game one Early. Yeah, I remember
3: going to the playground the next day, and <laughs> everybody was on the joint trying it. I'm like, "Why are y'all hey, trying this?"
2: And I was whatever game like, it was, it definitely it. wasn't in the closeout. But they always show that as one of the final highlights. Like, this is where the Bulls ran away with it. You know, like the Sixers highlights um, in '83, in which is legitimately yeah. a, a, a last one of the last highlights in the game. They have Mo Cheeks running up, and he get a dunk because you know mm-hmm. the game is over. Like. They try to make it seem like it was the same type of situation. Like, all right, it's over now. Mike is killing them this game. The series about to be over. It's so bad that he goes up with one hand. Like, it, it's crazy how they shape these narratives, man. And there's no, a lot that, of people was... out there who don't know. There's a lot of people out there, Jim, that don't know that when Mike sat out that the Bulls, Scottie Pippen, did not lead them to the Eastern Conference Finals. Everybody says that he yeah. led them to the Eastern Conference Finals. That was the second round. <laughs>
3: Yeah, they got cheated, man. He should have went there. He got cheated. But, yo. Right. But that's that's what I'm
2: cheated. saying. Like, they play that, and the narrative is like, oh, they, you know, they should have got here. They should have got a call on this. And then they leave it at that. And then most people think it's in their mind, like, oh, since they got cheated, they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And it just sticks. Pretty much.
3: <laughs> Pretty much. I believe Hubert Davis and his white wife. But, Joe. um, <laughs> The crazy part that's that's why when I was talking to Hank this week, I was telling him we were talking about like the block because he was saying folks were telling him it was the greatest block ever, and I'm like, you know, that's 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 a hot take and hyperbole. But mm-hmm. I was like, the thing about it is, you know, the, depending upon how the series finished, because you know, at that point, they Milwaukee took control of the series. I was like, history going to tell that block and put it in a whole different light than right. it was. I mean, it was an amazing block and it was a timely block. But they watch how that joint gets built up, especially depending right. upon how his career goes.
2: Because I, I, I still think Bam Adebayo's block on Tatum is the greatest block I've ever seen, but that situation, even that. though they went on oh, to win the series, that that was early in the series, it it, it didn't come at such an important time as as Giannis's block. I mean, to the Heat, it might have been because hey, you lose that game, you don't know how the series is going to play out because the Heat weren't supposed to be in the finals last year anyway. So,
3: <laughs> but that's why Momentum. that's why you gotta add in that variable. You gotta add in that variable of what it means to that player, right? Because with if Bam, Giannis goes on to be like you know what people think that he can be, that block is gonna be like just put somewhere else.
2: It's like the mm-hmm. LeBron block because it's LeBron. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Because they still talk about that, like, like okay, yeah, I, and 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 LeBron's block was great, but we've seen Tayshaun Prince do that in a number of series. You know what I'm saying, like. Yeah, but it, it's not gonna be remembered like that, that because it wasn't. It wasn't bronze. You know it wasn't it. in the finals.
5: Oh, yeah, right, right. That's, that's
2: about
3: all the man. <laughs> Yo, chapter yes, too, who who made all the financial news today, like um for finally cracking the billion, and he got me wondering whether you know it leaked out today, like maybe he cracked it a while ago, but you know all this final talk.
2: You know what I mean? Leaked it out on on parade day. You know LeBron got to stay at the top of the news cycle, man. Like, come on.
3: Listen, listen. I ain't mad. At it. That's why. He, that's how you hit the beat. You hit the beat being crappy.
2: More than an athlete. More than an athlete. All right. So, um, so the seventeen of nineteen, and you know, from the foul line, is that the most impressive part to you in a closeout game? Sure. Of the finals, I mean, usually we're talking like they're foul shots. No, that's not impressive. But for Giannis, you know, who shot like 40-something percent <laughs> leading up to that.
3: Yo, him him shooting 90% is crazy. It's still not the most impressive thing to me about the Game 7 and his performance, but it it absolutely is up there. Like, he was right. he was locked in. But to me, like, and I said it earlier, but that to me was like, you know, he was almost moving at a different speed than everybody court in That includes his own teammates, by the way. He was carrying them. Like, right. when I saw the effort he was giving on defense, like, he was running down in goaltending shots. And I'm like, yo, why is my man playing like? He must have got a nice balco right before the game. Like, he had a fresh, fresh shoot. You know what I mean? Because, you know, Ryan is usually fired tired. After, like, 90 seconds, he needs a break.
2: Yeah, asking out, like, in, in the top yeah. of the first quarter.
3: Yo, that close-up game, though, he, he had some extra juice, though. He was on another level. Like, he was playing like, you know, like I was pressing fast forward. But he was the only one moving that way.
2: I mean, but it it makes sense, though, because in a situation like that, they didn't have the home court advantage for the series, so you did not want to go back to Phoenix under any circumstances. Uh, He did everything that that he could. He pulled everything out of his bag to make sure they didn't go back to Phoenix. Now, Chris Middleton, you know, only scored 17 points. So I guess that speaks to the inconsistency that everybody talks about with Chris Middleton. But, of course, even, Mm -hmm. you know, Late in the game, he still hit a couple of big, big buckets. So I, I think That's no matter beautiful. what, right? No matter what he is as far as consistency is concerned, like dude, to to me, he's proven himself to me as a closer. You know, as, as a late game somebody in late games that you could depend on. Um, Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. he's the kind, he he was the type of dude in this series where he could add so much more to the game even when he doesn't have it going offensively. You know offensively what I'm saying? He yeah. made it hard for for the whole backcourt um, during this series. Um, definitely made it difficult it's crazy to me, for Chris Paul.
3: It's crazy to me to see the player that he's turned into because yeah. I remember him being drafted. I remember watching him as a young talent. And I, I, I thought he was going to be a regular rotation player that was traded around a gazillion times. To so see him turn into... A hundred million dollar man, arguably one of the like people are making an argument now, he's the best two way player. I mean, I don't agree with that, but people are making that argument. To see him talked about in that life is kinda crazy. Also to see him just become like straight strong dude, when he was a little wiry dude, like it's, it's just insane to see the player that he's become. But I mean he put the work in. I mean I mean he's married to an Olympic athlete. They'd probably be in the you know, in the crib doing all kinds of craziness, but I mean he yeah, put the work that, in
2: that.
1: That, that d
2: wade up. Gabrielle commercial where they're working out, competing against each other. Like, that's probably really mm-hmm. what happens in Drew's house. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Not on the no so commercial like, stuff.
3: You know, Yeah, but but it's like it's crazy to see the player that he's become. And it's also, I mean, you think, right, because you, you talk about um, as it pertains to Ben Simmons, when, you know, we talk about where he's getting traded to, whether he's getting traded or not, and you talk about, like, not wanting players to leave, to have them, like, you know, develop. And I was thinking about it, I was like, Yo, players are being drafted so young with the one and done, it's like they almost don't even have a chance in any situation. By the time right. they all come into their own, they like two or three teams away from who drafted them.
2: Right, right. And, and that's definitely the truth. Um and and Drew Holiday and his stint with the Sixers, because it's not like he had any issues like a Markel Phelps or or a Ben Simmons. He just got caught in the mix of the tear down and the rebuild. So, you know, I, he was one of the first, actually, before before they even named it the process. You know, what I'm saying they they got rid of him to get some assets. Um, ended up drafting a, another point guard who ended up winning uh, rookie of the year. Luckily, nobody fell for that. <laughs> um, every time we bring up Michael Carter Williams, I gotta give a shout out to to, to our man Flint Mode, Andy Flint. Who 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 would tell us? Was it him or Frank? Cookies it was it was it was Andy, right? He used should tell us, man. Michael was Carter Andy Williams. Was, Cookies, dumb yeah, yeah, he'd be in he will be in Turkey uh, five years from now, and I thought it was like yeah, no was way. Cookies. And it's not like he's in Turkey, but I still give him I give him props because basically that was just hyperbole of him saying Yo, that.
3: Yo, at the time, at the time was no B.
2: Austin was riding for. The Austin was a fan of him, like no, he's B. Austin went. Right. The went too far. I was just like, damn, that's a little harsh, man. I don't think he's gonna be you know, he ain't gonna be bad like that. He pretty much is bad like that. I think the fact that he is six seven and is a point guard and play a little bit of defense, that's the kind of stuff that keeps him in the league. But yeah, he ain't much more than a, a Turkish talent <laughs> at this point. So shout out yeah, to-, to the Yeah, he talked a Turkish talent. <Yo. laughs>
3: I, it, just, you know, it just occurred to me, like, right now that, like, you know, Giannis got his uh, two brothers, and they all got chips now.
2: Um, yeah, they all got chips.
3: And it occurred to me that Drew also got two brothers, and that's crazy. Like, between the two of them, there's like six six roster spots across the whole league.
2: Yeah, which is which is crazy because all our lives, you know, we've been told, and you hear kids being told now about the percentages of making it yeah. to – a professional league, whether it be the NBA, the NFL, whatever. Yo, these dudes got three each from their families. Yo, <laughs> you know what though? That might
3: actually that might actually go uh <laughs> might actually help that um help that data because now it's like, yo, you got a couple families taking up all the spots. You really ain't got no shot.
2: Right, right. You got you got them. Then you got the Kelsey brothers in the, in the, in the NFL. Like, it's it's. It's crazy. I mean, we sat at, when we were doing a, a remember we were doing the, the career day type thing at that school in Philly? Oh, yeah. The school. And, yeah. you know, we sat there and watched <laughs> their teacher cook them about everybody who was putting all their eggs in a professional sports basket. <laughs> that Giannis, yeah, and the answer the, the kumpos and the holidays, man, going to have kids on some, on some unrealistic stuff. But know, shout out yeah, to them. Man. I still think Giannis's family being in the league is more of a you know him and and his muscle. I think the holidays pretty much earned it more because even though Drew Holiday is a very good player in in the NBA, somewhere in the top forty, thirty, forty players in the NBA, I don't think he has the power in the pool to be like you know to get his brother or brothers a roster spot. You know, I think them dudes totally but, earned it. You know,
3: and so, someone had pointed it out to me this, uh, this past week when they were talking about um, how loyal Milwaukee has been to him. But you know the all the talk is. Like, look how loyal he's been to Milwaukee, and he mm. stayed there when he could have left. And, and somebody pointed out to me, they was like, well, look how loyal Milwaukee's been to him. They gave him everything he asked for in terms of compensation. And they his gave brother. his brother a job. Yeah, they <laughs> his brother a job. It's like, done everything by, right by him, too. Like, surrounded him with people, made the right moves. Like, so, you know, it, it goes both ways.
2: And his brother not on you know the fifteen. I mean, like he on the twelve. He on the active roster. And gets no yeah. burn whatsoever. So, you know, that definitely could be somebody no, else. But
3: that's, like that's, else's but that's spot. crazy though, because when you watch them though, that's like that's like his go to deal so he's talking to in timeouts. So he got injured, that's the first person that was there to pick him up, so he like he uh, literally got his brother watching his back. You they know, know
2: honestly, they <laughs> he got like They know person. what he needed. They know what he needed and they gave him what he needed. That's that's a mental play for, for Giannis. All right, man. So on the other side of things, man, um, great season for the Phoenix Suns, man. We always talk about the fact that they haven't made the playoffs in ten years. Um, they were barely invited to the bubble last year. They showed out in the bubble, um, but I don't think anybody thought they were going to go from not making a playoff in in ten years and being like the what were they the number one seed, number two seed in the West. You know, just because they had an eight-game winning streak in the bubble. um, So shout-out to everything they did this year. Monty Williams still should have been the coach of the year. Um, but Chris Paul, you know, his legacy has come up after losing this series because they all but handed Chris Paul his first NBA trophy um, about a week and a half ago. They all but handed him the finals MVP uh, two weeks ago but Chris Paul has now become the first player, the only player to have lost, you know, to have team, been on teams that lost his playoff series after being up two games to zero. How much of that do you think is on Chris Paul? or How much of it is just the luck of the draw? Like, did you think he fizzled with this series? You know, I
3: genuinely don't think – My bad, I was trying like to, uh, you know, the the, the, the popo rub-up. Anyway, generally I don't like to blame it on one player, right, because
0: right. And it's you a can.
3: team sport, and and, and there's a lot that goes on. But, but, big here now what I will say is he gets a lot of blame on this because he definitely, like, fizzled as the series went on. Um, and, in fact, we were all waiting for the injury excuses because he just looked like Cliff. He looked like somebody like you know substituted him with Cliff. Like it was it was like really that drastic. It was really that much of a difference. So, um, you know, it's it's a lot of it goes to him, but it's not just him. I mean, we were told that they had David Robinson mixed with Tim Duncan in the middle. He kind of disappeared too.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, like you know, Devin Booker became inconsistent. I mean, it was a total team effort, but at the same time, Chris Paul especially towards the end of the season during this MVP race and MVP voting, you know, everybody out there was basically giving him all the credit for how well everybody else was playing. So maybe it's not a coincidence that as he went, everybody else went because he wasn't there to, um, he wasn't all there to to keep the ship running as smoothly as it had run throughout the season. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you can never blame it's a team sport. You can never blame one person for the the downfall of a whole team. But in the same vein, it's like how will Chris Paul we know he's a Hall of Fame uh player, one of the greatest point guards of all time, but does this does this hit his like, like did his legacy take any any little bit of a hit in losing this series? Um, we know it didn't help, but did it did it did it did it take a hit? Like for anybody I mean, who wasn't a believer, I mean, you think some people might believe, like, wow, Chris Paul might really be a loser. Like Which <laughs> nah, is still crazy nah, in I itself. It,
3: I don't think it I don't think it helped or hurt. I think it just is what it is. Like there's nobody coming into this that the historic Chris Paul was like, you know, as great as he is, thinks he's less than that. Or more than that. I mean, it's just it just is what it is. Like also he's an older dude, hmm. like I mean, you know, his game speaks for itself, and his, his, his uh, body of work speaks for itself. But this could have kind of like elevated him when we talk about the point god discussion. But right. I mean, it didn't do that. Oh, you just, know, all you need is one. Saying, oh. All
2: you need is one, and That's he was vaulting need. over everybody except for probably like Magic. That's all he needed. <laughs> you know how yeah, that yeah, goes. Like, you know. So yeah, so this is this, my 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 question, my thought on this whole thing though is like. When they were up 2-0, it seems like it was interesting how so many people forgot that history. You know what I'm saying? Not just for, uh, well, I guess Chris Paul led teams, but it seemed like a lot of people forgot that history because when they were up 2-0, they were just being handed this series. Like, it's one thing, like, you pick them to win the series from the start. That's cool. You think they're going to win the series from the start, but a lot of people didn't jump on the bandwagon. Until they were up two zero, and the disrespect for the Bucks at that point got really, really real. I'm a, some of the stuff that 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 happened during not just the finals, but during these playoffs to the Bucks and to Giannis, Antetokounmpo in general. Um, I don't know if it, I don't think it was Dan, but somebody on the Dan Lebertard show said, "I have zero confidence that the Bucks are going to win a game." Dare I say it? This is one of the worst teams in final finals history. Yeah, this is a team that ended up winning four straight after being down 2-0. Now, you know, I I held steadfast with the with the whole Bucks and, and Seven thing. Um, it got a little shaky after the first two, but I was, you know, when I was uh watching the the Euro soccer match with some some people the week before. Like, they were – a lot of them were saying, okay, you know, this is over. And I was like, uh, I I guarantee – kind of on my Charles Barker, like I kind of guarantee that the Bucks are going to
3: win game three.
2: Like, it, it like, there's no way they're going to go home and, and lose a third game in a row. They went home, got that first one, and then after that, it was, you know, that one game at a time approach. Next thing you know, they done won four games and they won the series and Giannis is closing it out on a on a, on a a historic performance. So you had that quote. Yeah. Then you had I believe this was after round this was after round one. Uh Colin Cowherd ranked the ten best players remaining in the playoffs. This was his ranks. Number one, K D. Number two, Mute, aka Kawhi. Number three, C P three. Number four, the beard a.k.a. Harden, number five, Spider Mitchell, number six, Uncle Drew, a.k.a. Kyrie, number seven, the Joker, number eight, Ice Trey, um, number nine, D-Book, and number 10, Joel the Process MB. Like, Giannis was nowhere to be found in that. So this is how people disrespected him and the Bucks prior to the playoffs. Um, I mean, prior to the finals. Earlier in the season, I think Richard Jefferson said this p- before the playoffs even started. He said Giannis might be a Pippin. was like, "There, I said it. He needs his Jordan." And of course, we know Kendrick Perkins with his Giannis as Robin, Chris Middleton as Batman. His little uh, quirk uh, that that he uh, his little quip that he said on whatever show that he's on. So in the finals, with all of this back, with you know, with all of this trash talk, all this slander, Giannis goes out scores 20 points, 17 rebounds, 4 assists, on 54% shooting in game 1. 42 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, on 68% shooting in game 2. 41 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, on 60% shooting in game 3. 26 points, 14 rebounds, 8 assists, on 57% shooting in game 4. 32 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, on 60% shooting in game 5 and 50 points, 14 rebounds, two assists on 64% shooting in game six to tell everybody to kiss him and his Milwaukee Bucks teammates' ass on national TV. <laughs> Shout out to these boys, man. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah,
3: like Colin, Colin Cowherd, um, like, that's that's what he does, though. Like, that's that's
2: just what he does.
0: That's what they all um, do, You know
3: what I mean, like? I mean yeah, that's, that's what sports talk is. I mean that's the crazy part about like the series taking as long as it takes, having so many days off. Like you know they got to fill up time, stories got to be created, narratives got to be made. You know. Yeah. It's, it's I mean cause I saw Kawhi <sighs> tweet after like, It's Giannis's league now. The whole the whole league needs to get back in line. It's his entire it's his league. Okay. It's like it's one
2: <laughs> Definitely. Um, shoot, even uh. What's his name? Nick, Nick Nick Wright, a.k.a. Neck Wright. Even he's mm-hmm. saying now that Giannis is the, the best player in the league. Um, you know, with him, though, you can never trust anything he says without thinking there's ulterior motives, um, of some kind of LeBron comeback story or, you know, it's, it, it's something in there. But um, even Listen, he's saying that quick. LeBron has handed over the crown to Giannis where he could have you know, been he said, said that, that though, about a Kevin in the same, Durant.
3: In the same clip where he said that, he said I say that even even knowing that Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday did more than Kyrie or Kevin Love or Wade or Bosch ever did. Yeah you know, that was
2: Are you serious?
3: He said that. that this, ass.
2: this dude. <laughs> this dude. He did more
3: than I know, know. How
2: he said. Yeah. Yeah. So there He'll has there has to said, be a, a, a but it's a caveat, there has to be something to like really, Chris Middleton and and Drew did more than than Wade and Kyrie and come on man. See
3: Bosh and Kevin Love, that's what
2: he said. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, a couple more things real quick before <laughs> Yeah, I'm just move on from that. A couple more things before we go to the phone lines, man. Um Team USA. Uh the hoop squad is kind of falling apart at the seams, man, with this health and and safety protocol. So the latest story with Team USA is Zach Levine. um, He was placed in the health and safety protocols and he didn't fly over to, well, the team is departing Monday. He's not going to travel with Team USA when they leave on Monday to, to go to Tokyo. Now, unlike Bradley Beal and you know some other names. He's still supposed to be a member of the team. He's supposed to fly over there later. Um, Beal being in the, the the protocol and not participating in the Olympics. You know Kevin Love's leaving. Um, Grant uh, is in the in in the health and safety protocol as well. Like. What is this going to do for a team that's already kind of struggling? They got some reinforcements coming when Drew, Chris Middleton, and, and Devin Booker goes over. But this team is already struggling, man. They yeah, seem Zach like Levine, they need as much time together as possible. Real quick, Zach
3: Levine actually cleared the health protocols. He's, uh, he'll be there on, uh, I think, um, today, as a matter of fact. Like, I think
5: – Oh, he's going to fly guys, with
3: Thursday, him? Next week, yeah. Because so, the last um, I heard, he wasn't going to fly with him just to – yeah, so he, he actually passed the protocol, so he's back. So he's back, and I know they're getting okay. they're getting Middleton, Drew Middleton, Holiday Booker. is under
0: booking.
2: Right, right. All yeah, right. Cool.
3: So, I mean, they got reinforcements coming. in. You know, Drew Drew and Middleton yeah. will be feeling themselves anyway now. So you know,
2: because I know Jeremy Grant was he was cleared to travel Monday with the with the team as well. So. I don't know. Uh, you know, you know, they had to send over JaVale McGee and, and Kelton Johnson, Johnson um, to replace Bradley Beal and, and Kevin Love. So, I mean, I guess the USA team, I don't know the, the, the rules surrounding the Olympics and, you know, when the final roster has to be in, I don't know if COVID changes anything, like how many people can they have on standby? When's the latest they can add to the roster. If somebody has to come home, um, who knows all that, but, this team has struggled a little bit in the exhibition um, leading up to the Olympics, so you figure they need to get as much practice time in together as they possibly can, especially with three new uh, reinforcements on the way. So
3: here's the thing, though: Middleton mm-hmm. and Drew about to be about to be crazy over there because you know how it is when certain when cats win a championship, like the, the B-level players, they start to like get that confidence.
5: You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They start
3: to get that confidence because now they're champions, boy. They're going to be over there acting a the damn fool. Middleton about to go to 48 a game.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: All right, so... They're going to start with the, you know, we've been there before type, John.
2: Yeah, we've been here before. And they're going to expect more minutes than everybody else, too. Um, so, in NFL news, man, they're saying Aaron Rodgers has declined an offer from the Green Bay Packers. Um, an extension offer that would have made him the highest paid quarterback in the league, which by proxy makes you the highest paid player in the league because we know that, you know, highest paid cats are It makes you the highest paid player
3: in the history of
2: the game. Right, 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 right. So every time you take that title is definitely, it makes you history, quote unquote, history of the game uh, <laughs> record holder. So it was a two year extension, allegedly. Uh, what does this tell you? I mean, we, talked about it all throughout the offseason of, of how mad he was with the team, whether or not he was going to show up um, for training camp this season. A lot of people said or, or believe that he's played his last snap with the Green Bay Packers. What does this tell you? <laughs> what does this tell you? You turn down that kind of bread. Like He's either trying to leave or he's trying to get that full-time uh, Jeopardy host job. <laughs>
3: yeah. I mean... He ain't trying to be there. I mean, I just—I mean, I, what else could you ask for? Like, I mean, right. unless right. you ask for something else, something we don't know about, you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe a whole, like a, a apartment paid for from a girl or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> and um one more thing, the NFL has informed clubs that COVID nineteen outbreaks among unvaccinated players could lead to forfeited games. So we've seen some players come out on social media today that didn't take too kindly to this. I think one of them was Deandre Hopkins. Um, he was basically saying like, like, wow, it's kind of crazy to think that the fact that I don't really want any parts of this vaccine right now might do damage to my team. You know, like, I never want to do that, but you know, they think that it's crazy that the league is, might be making this a mandate. Like, what's your thoughts on that?
3: Man, that's a tough one, man, because and I, I I put it like this, I'm a, I'm a little shocked at how heavy handed the NFL came down with that though. Like it's actually a little shocking that they did that, but I get it. Mm-hmm. Because it's also a situation where they're trying to protect themselves illegally.
1: Right. Um
0: you know, I'm
3: not anti vaxx I'm not a I'm not an anti anti vaxxer dude unless they unless they're causing trouble. Like people that be like I, I hate back holes either way. Um, <laughs> whether you somebody got the hole. or yeah, I just hate I just hate back holes. But this is interesting. I, I don't know how this changes the season if if at all, but i d I'm actually a little shocked at how how strong the NFL came out. Like, yo, y'all gotta get this I and mean, then get the, get them a pharmacy job pumped through your blood. Like it's actually That's- a little shocking to me.
2: That's I understand both sides of the coin because i i I can imagine how difficult it was for the NFL last season when stuff kept happening and they kept having to postpone games. Games are getting played in different weeks. I mean, we had one NFL game played on a Wednesday. <laughs> fans weren't mad at that, but um you know well, were we supposed to be mad at that, but you know you can you can understand how difficult that is for the NFL as far as scheduling and making sure stadiums are available. And now they're going to have fans back in the stands. So it's it's crazy because a lot of these fans travel a long way. Like I can attest to that because the only NFL games, the only games for my home team I go to are on the road. Like I don't go to Eagles games in Philly. So I go to games, I travel. So if I'm traveling to a game all the way out in like Vegas or LA somewhere, um, and, and God forbid, like London, if, if your team has a game in London and because of a COVID outbreak on the team, the game gets postponed, has to get played another time or or whatever the case. And you have 60,000 people out here bitching and complaining about tickets that they bought, not just football tickets, but plane tickets and hotels and all of that kind of stuff. It's not just that easy to say, okay, we, you know. We'll play the game on, on Wednesday. It's not it's not that easy because everybody in the stadium isn't from that place and can't just change their plans to Wednesday. So I can see them with letting fans back into the stands. I can I can see it being a more difficult situation for them and them potentially having to come down this he- heavy-handed. But then on the other side of things, it's like, damn, you can't force people to believe in something that they don't believe in if it gets that serious for, for some players. You know what I mean? So it's it's crazy. Yeah, it's
3: it is, it's definitely crazy. I don't, I don't
2: know. Bro. I, I, I don't wonder know. what Jay Z got to say about this, man. <laughs> Yo, he got the like,
3: yeah, I mean, only one man could eat syndrome.
2: <laughs> i what mean, you know, Jay's supposed to be in there working for us, but you know, they, Jay, they probably told Jay to shut up and produce halftime shows. Um. And, and he's going to do what he got to do until he, he get that NFL franchise. All right, man. So oh let's God. go. Before we talk about what happened uh, this week while everybody was on the grind, man, let's go to the phone lines. See what the people want to talk about. All right. Let's see who we got here. We got the homie Rob calling in from Cali. Rob, what's going on, good brother? You're in the war room.
6: Hello. Can you hear
2: me? Yeah. Can hear you what's
6: up yo what's yes, up man it's your
2: boy rob aka
6: God. don't say i'm just a friend i'm a mole i'm a mole for your man, you know what i'm saying guy code but anyways man, how out y'all doing?
2: Biz, man rest in power to biz how we ain't say nothing to biz yet man rest in power
6: to biz you know what and, and i i wish the office here because i can clown him one of the most disrespectful thing i ever heard on here was him clowning curtis blow and I'm like, bro, like, my pops is like, grew up in the hip-hop era. When we think of old school, my pops used to hear, I used to hear, like, songs, like, Super Rise. I think his name was Jimmy Spicer. You know, I'm taking it back, you know what I mean? And, like, this that is might have been, I respect that, all that. that.
2: That might have been Jimmy. I, I respect all
4: that. <laughs> no, listen
2: I, I, I respect, that I re- listen, I respect all that. I respect
3: the history. He still was trash. Yo, it was not trash. I
6: mean
4: back in the day they
3: would
6: talk about they would talk about picking boogers. Like, come on, that that's a real big And Some mix block oh, was oh, talking oh. about rolling in a hoop beat. I mean and, and that still was
3: fire. What's wrong with that? I tell a and, girl, and, you, woman, know, you know you have a bucket. You don't think right now yo. you can ride a walk and leave it alone. But, yo, <laughs> you you know, I ain't talking about good, yeah. I'm talking about just the skill set. Curtis Blows type ass. Shout
6: out to him, Curtis Blow was dope. Makes him the call, breaks. From- yes, these uh, are dude. That He'll come be on, asked, that though. was real. That was oh, get out of here. You know what?
0: <laughs> you, you know feel, what? You know what? Like maybe
6: maybe be because at the same but, time. Dick, nah nah, bro. I, I gotta send a class. That's blasphemous. So blasphemous. I'm sorry, I can't. My ears are bleeding, Jimmy. No, My is, ears is are Kurt- bleeding. Is Curtis
3: Blow? Is Curtis Blow? Is Curtis Blow top ten all the time? Top twenty? Top thirty? Top forty? Top fifty?
6: Yes.
2: Tough 51. Every I put Curtis over there. Lyricists.
3: What?
6: Everything. everything. Uh, not lyricists.
2: I put Curtis Blow oh, over there. Not
6: lyricists. Okay, okay. Lyricists out okay. 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 there.
3: <laughs> okay. 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 Name, name one hotline oh. hot for Curtis Blow. Just one. Just one. Give me one hotline. Oh, <laughs> oh, basketball oh, is God. my
2: favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. Come on, man.
6: Okay, okay. Come on, man. Oh,
2: oh, oh, man okay. I, we talk about sports
6: now, but but you know y'all y'all okay. Yeah, y'all blasphemous. That's all I got to so say. Y'all blasphemous. <laughs> anyway. No, that's right. he's he, he,
1: listen, he, he, okay, he's legend. Okay. Okay. He a legend though. ain't got oh, bars okay. like
0: that.
3: <laughs> I, I, I can say I, I can say
6: You know like Freaking um What do you call it uh, I can say things about When was well, the last
3: time You got in the car And said Yo yo put that Curtis Blow on <laughs> Yo I <was>, listen <laughs> I mean
6: I didn't listen When yo, was the last, last time You heard like right. Yo throw the JZ Jay Z Jay Z makes commercialized music Half of his stuff Ain't good anymore he was never really – I mean, not until the not, early 2000s, he was on top. Don't give time. me
3: the straw man argument. Don't give me the straw man argument. I'm saying when the last time you got in the ride and said, you'll put that Curtis bro on. I'm asking you to give me one line, just one line. <laughs> or one road trip where you I'm here to talk about basketball.
6: I'm here to talk about basketball, okay? I'm not going to waste all all time because I all all time. like, like plantation radio, so y'all, y'all y'all, crowd on me and, and you know, plantation mail comes on, and, you know. <laughs> Actually, actually, no, I do apologize. Oh, I'm apologizing. No. Tobias has more sports knowledge, just a little bit. Because he has more sports knowledge. He's just a little bit of sports. He got more sports knowledge than you got some of these, I ain't going to say their names, some of these uh, Midwest clowns who like, I ain't going to say the in public about LeBron. I mean, like, dude, I mean, Yo. it's so aggravating. Like, it's like. Y'all, they don't stayed, y'all stay me. using gonna...
2: our show to sub each other. <laughs> <laughs>
6: But 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 like come on, dude. My the my, my, my year old brother knows more basketball than half these cats. Matter of fact, he even became a Lakers fan because when KD went to the Warriors, he was a Warriors fan. When KD went to the Warriors, he just said that don't make any sense. You know? yeah. and, and you know it is what it is. But um, but I I want to ask y'all, what do y'all think about? Can this win change the trajectory? I want off the office. But, but this change is trajectory of small market teams.
2: Nah, I mean they're not the first small market team to win. I mean the Spurs got five. Like it happens.
6: No, 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 no. I, I mean, mean, like as far as far as the narrative, as far as the narrative that
2: that um, no, I don't, because I still think the dudes here's, here's are gonna that. go super team up in big markets. Like it's you know exactly. It happens. So
3: and, and, and let's just say let's just say that the Nets win next year, right? Everybody thinks they will. This will be a blip in the radar.
2: Like, it's not going to change anything. Right.
3: That's what I'm saying. If
2: the Spurs winning five chips over the, you know, over 15, 20-year span doesn't move the needle on the small market narrative, then, you know, nothing will. These teams winning one every, you know, every few years, somebody eking out one. It, it's not going to change the narrative. Nobody's going to super team up. Team you got, look, look, look these <laughs>
3: situations, man, like, these situations are, like, are perfect, right? So even with the Spurs, right, and getting Tim Duncan, who's, who's probably is not number one, number two in terms of his power forward all time, right, his personality, his game, everything lends itself to the Spurs, right? It doesn't lend himself to someone who's going to super team up. I mean, when you look at Giannis um, coming from where he's come from, like, it, it's like – Everything has to fall in place, almost like Dirk. Like Dirk, Dirk was another one who stayed down, got his chip, up, which was the, surrounded around super teams. But I mean, now that I think about it, yo, maybe I'm on the summer, it might be like a foreigner thing, like because even Hakeem. Uh. Like when you start thinking about these guys that 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 you know um have a certain type of personality or what have you, like it oh, just fits. The average, the average kids from the city that yeah. play AAU ball coming up, they don't care about none of this. They no.
6: don't care about none of that's, this. No. That's that. You, you know that that's true. I mean it's. I mean we'll see. We'll see because I think we'll see. I mean, but you got to remember the this, this first Even before like some Duncan came, there was always with with you know with with David Robinson. They were they were always pushing the envelope to win with David Robinson and. Even yeah, I mean they played, were always in the Dennis, mix. Rodman, even when
2: they but Dennis think Rodman, about it, that was that was in a less expanded league. Um, most of the time back then you draft somebody, they're gonna be on your team for, you know, ten, twelve years at, at minimum. So it was a different time back then. I think it's harder for these small market teams to win now because you got players taking their careers into their own hands and nobody's gonna say yo cuz let's go team up in milwaukee like nobody's gonna uh, say that
6: right 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 like Giannis
2: couldn't even get free free sweet little butter breads with nuggets under them like
6: and thank you for bringing up the fact about andrews because you guys are you know that clown from the midwest talking about well, everything was hurt. Everything was hurt. Who cares? You still have two former MVPs on the floor that can each drop 40 if they want to, Kevin Durant and James Harden. Even if James Harden wasn't fully healthy, I mean, come on. Like, if if, if you had that value, desire, man, you know, not, injuries not, not a lot of players, players of aren't game, fully healthy like,
3: anyway. Yeah. Huh? Injuries are part of the game. Injuries are just part yeah, of the yeah, game. Exactly. It is what it is, man. Exactly. I know I, got exactly. A Y'all, I just thought about a question as we were having this conversation. Who's the Yo, guy, where, where is Giannis ranked in terms of foreign players playing in the NBA? Where is he ranked on the foreign list
2: of all time? By now,
3: of all time?
2: Oh,
3: yeah.
6: Uh, he. I don't know. I mean, Hakeem is up there. He's got to be number one. I mean, his resume
2: is. He, is is, 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 is Akeem foreign, though? You know, because he did drape the flag over his shoulder. I mean, Akeem played, played for the USA. For the USA. Yeah, Akeem so played count? for
3: Nigeria <laughs> and played for the USA. <laughs> he the does, game. He kind does, of a even count?
0: <laughs>
3: I don't know.
6: Uh, number He's probably top five. I mean, you can put Tony Parker. Uh, he's above Tony Parker. Tony Parker was a super flopper. Uh, he's above Patrick. Way above Patrick. Way above the combo. I mean, who's up there? there I mean, Dirk.
3: Dirk got to be somewhere at the top of the list, right? So you got yeah, Dirk, Dirk, Dirk. be two. Like Giannis.
2: Giannis, Dirk.
6: He two. If he wasn't a championship, I put him above Dirk. But Dirk was amazing. I mean, him and
3: Dirk got the same amount of championships.
6: <laughs> yeah, but Dirk sure. was just—he just did. He had. Gr- the most amazing uh, other than Kobe and Jordan he's up there with a great fadeaway I have seen
2: you
3: know yeah but Giannis got yeah
2: but of that's teams. a career thing team. but if we talk about both of them in their championship seasons, Giannis did a whole lot more heavy lifting than, than Dirk did
3: Man, you're
2: championship. Hey, something
3: man. To think about. I'm not saying I got the answer. I didn't. I, I haven't put any thought into this. I just thought about
2: yeah, yeah. We were having this conversation. No, like, no thought man, without, man, you know, man. thinking of actual players. I'm I, thinking I was, Yana's got to be top I was, five.
6: I, I, You know, I would say it's equal in amount of help because no, no no, no, disrespect to Ben Simmons because, you know, this is and, – and, and I already confess to be honest, this is one of the reasons I hate the Sixers is because when they let Drew Holiday go, I was inferior with it just to pick up a light like, – Listen, Mark Carter Williams, Ben Simmons. Listen, stop picking up do it, okay? You know what I'm saying, but um, yeah, look, like, like Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday played a lot of help. I don't know if they would have won Ty without him, you know? No. Um, you know, I he has much help. Oh, and, and and and, Def, I want to ask you this: Do you, mm-hmm. do you think Drew Holiday had and would you equal his help <coughs> as, as the same as the Jason Kidd helped help, help dirt the Whiskey? Because Jason Kidd still had
2: enough love left to take at 38. Do you do I think Drew helped Giannis as much as Jason Kidd?
6: Jason helped Kidd helped
2: the whiskey. No, know. I think I think I think. And you know, y'all know how I feel about Jason Kidd, but I think Drew Holiday was more important to this championship than than Jason Kidd was. Jason Kidd was <laughs> that that calming factor that that Dallas needed in in their backcourt, but. I I mean, they don't win this without Drew. I mean, we were saying that even when Giannis was putting up back-to-back 40-point games, we were talking about how
3: they went as Drew went. Yeah,
2: like, if Drew didn't play well, those were generally games that they ended up losing. But, like we said earlier in the broadcast, like, Drew can struggle some games offensively, but he gives you so much more on the defensive end, um, just, you know, the pace of the game. He, he gives you so much more that he can still help power you through when he's struggling offensively. So, I think Drew was even more important to this than, than Jason Kidd was to, to Dirk's championship. Oh, man. Okay. Shout out to I, Skyview, okay. man. He said, he said Curtis Blue did start it, though. He said the brakes was on every hour. Yeah, and like, 82?
6: Yeah, <laughs> y'all man. This, man. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, oh my God, man! Don't let me pull my, my Who, pops who's, the first, who's the first point
3: guard ever playing NBA? Feel come crack. on, man!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and come on! If I'm listening to Rock the Bells and the brakes come, yeah, all, the come same on, the basketball come on, I, I jam with Curtis Blow. But Listen. yeah, the first that, that, don't make that, you the
6: best. That's like these, just like me talking about Schooly D. I'm not going to call him trans. i going to say, he's a pioneer. I'll pick up, well, I will pick IC over him. You know, But still, like, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, he might, is, for the people who know, Schooly, Schooly D gets credit for, you know, starting Gangster Rat. But, you know, that don't mean he was better than Prodigy. That don't mean his gun bars was better than Prodigy. So, I mean, it is what it is.
6: Not, not, <laughs> Oh, 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 okay, before, because I know you guys got the call, I want to say, I'm yeah, we definitely got
0: my...
6: yeah, okay, okay, okay. As an Eagles fan, you know, and I want uh, Jimmy to in as an Eagles fan, there's some rumors about uh, the Eagles may make a play for Deshaun Watson and stuff like that. Do you think it's the right time to make that call? Or, you know, should everything, should everything clear up? Uh, How could, it? How, know, could, could big...
2: it? How could it? How can it be the right time? They have no clue what's about to happen with this dude. I haven't heard about his case in months because they still, you know why? Because they're still building a case against his ass. So, I mean, because before we were saying like, okay, well, everything that's come out so far, this is just going to be on some civil stuff. Even if it is on some civil stuff, the NFL is still going to punish him either way. But the last couple of rumblings that we heard before it kind of went radio silent that don't be surprised if one or two of these cases might lead to some criminal type stuff. So you give up a bunch of assets for him right now without knowing exactly what's going to happen. I think that's silly. Yeah, they claim to have so much confidence in um, the and, and and the quarterback that they have now, you know what I'm saying? They they let their quote-unquote franchise guy go. Um, they could have easily told him, you know, stop whining like a baby. Stop bitching. You're going to play here next year. But they let him go because they had some confidence in Jalen Hurt. So, see what you got in him. You know, it's not going to help him to to let these rumors fly around about getting a dude who might not even be able to play. Like, what do you think of me if you willing to trade the house for a cat who might not even be able to play this season in his confidence shot in the toilet and he's going to want to leave. So who knows, man?
6: Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, I, I, it's different than a Michael Bix because right? Michael Bix was already convicted and was already, uh, agreed to, to volunteer to talk to him. I, think he, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Peter, Michael Vick got Peter picked up when that. he got
2: out of jail <laughs> Th- and and th- he could serve th- suspensions because he wasn't going to play anyway.
6: Thanks to McNabb. Thanks to McNabb, by the way. You know, you know, okay. it, it, even though Michael Vick, you know, nobody wanted to tackle him because you know my boy got you know, the germ. And and, and I was going to say one last thing I yeah. You know, mo- most of these, most of these, most of these are bonds, I what I think is, in my opinion, most of the fans psychologically. You know, I think the fathers, brothers and they see a good figure like LeBron, so they think of him as daddy. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think, I
6: think it's, it's, it's almost a deeper, no, I'm serious, it's a deeper emotional connection because they think that, you know, he's a good dad, a good guy, good father, and it, it's almost a psychological thing. So defending them is like defending their dad. You know what I'm saying? People, you know, justifying his excellence, like justifying his future, they, they're living by charity through, through, through him. But so they don't really care about sports. they just care about the damage and so important it's so important to them. because so they probably know things an positive image. And for birds out there, hey, I understand I understand why you like the it. It's okay. And it's okay if you haven't seen a positive image, you know, hey man, I mean, I mean hey, I'll force it to have a gun, you know, ps two twenty three, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully you know, hopefully James got long while with others, you know,
2: you know, All right, man. You got a lot of um, noise and interference in the background. But, Rob, thanks <laughs> for your call, man. We holler at you next week. Goodbye, Rob. All right, right. All right Peace, man. man. Peace. <laughs> All right, let's go out to Arizona. Uh, like we always say, Tobias got his finger on the pulse of what uh, Phoenix fans are thinking and what's going on with that squad. Tobias, what, what's going Roll on? Roll down damn fellas. Roll hey. Damn Tide. Hey, before I get Ella. going on that Roll Fred Damn Tide Perdue. Incorporated. Roll hey, Damn Tide Fred
5: Incorporated. Perdue. Hey, Bryce Young, the starting quarterback, made a million dollars so far. Hey, young fellas out there who play football, go out there, you can make your million dollars too and get a great education from the pillars of the educa- pillars of academia. Hey, so what you, what, what that, you saying
2: fellas? is what you're saying is he took a pay cut on his uh, name and likeness. Hey, his name, image, and likeness.
5: And he Nathan never got paid in Alabama because Alabama's a clean <laughs> institution, a clean <laughs> program that runs everything above board. Uh- <laughs> uh, and you get a, and you get a great A1 uh, education in the process. Yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, but y'all about Phoenix. Well, with Phoenix lost, I decided to get off the street in case the police start wanting to uh, beat people up. But People that uh, look like you. Yeah, that is yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm a Bulls fan. But um, You know, yeah. like I said last you on them year. Phoenix when hot,
2: and, and and you got a you
5: got melanin.
2: That's your ass. Yeah.
5: <laughs> can't can't be on the milk yacht that day, but I was telling people like I was saying last year when the hot take media said Giannis needs to get like leave and stuff like that, I was like, Well, he should be a better player as well And he did become a better player. But I think what people are missing is a lot of this is matchups. A lot of these are matchups. And Jimmy's right. Injuries happen. I remember the Pistons won their first championship and Magic was in the suit because he pulled his hamstring. It happened. But what would, you know what would have happened if they would have lost? How y'all lose to these guys if Magic was hurt or Phoenix? How you lost to these guys if Kawhi was out? Or how you lost to the Lakers though no AD? Y'all suck. So that's a two-edged sword there. But all Trey Young got hurt. Atlanta was neck and neck with them. It happened. Kyrie was cooking Drew Pippen, I mean, Holiday. But, hey, he got hurt, and that happens. But you still have to take advantage of that. But Giannis got better. But I think what happened, I was saying a long time ago, he's a center. Stop making him be point four. scheduling give him the ball on the block. But Phoenix was a bad matchup. He got DeAndre Aiton scared like Omar Epps' character, scared of Tupac on Oh juice. That's how scared Aiton was the other night. Uh, but Phoenix was a bad man. Hey, man,
3: up. that's Tim Duncan 2.0, I thought.
5: Hey, they, hey that dude was shook. But he wasn't – and they're a young team. But also what happened was this, they was the analytics team. They relied on the corner three. and Milwaukee took away the corner three. And the other matchup was like with Drew Holiday. He could really shake up Chris Pauly's bigger and stronger, but he also could shake up Booker because all those of these light guys and light skinned guys that can't dribble in the league. But hey, Devin Booker can't dribble, so guess what? Drew Holiday playing that press man could really do that. But Trey Young, he tried that press man. Dre was Trey Young was shaking him. Kyrie was cooking him because. There's a reason you don't play full-court press Rick Patino style in the NBA, ball handling. So that trumps that. But, you know, it, but it's like I said was matchups. You know who could have beaten them? And damn, hate when I say this, Philly could have matched up with those guys because they had the size to bother them and make Giannis work. Giannis didn't have to work hard, to be honest. He just thought Philly. Philly got me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, but you know what I'm saying, you got Embiid, you got Ben, you got Thibault, the Carlos, the other guy. You know what, though? But, but it's, it's always like that with Philly, 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 though, man. If Philly, Philly, Philly didn't get yeah, it, They it could have beaten.
0: Yeah, it's
3: always it like it that. It lined up right for them, and they just couldn't get it done. It lined like everything Everything fell in a place for them where they could have actually been the champions, but, you know, been, uh, yep.
2: been and, a And uh, what like y'all it actually After they choked. They them choking made it line up even better for Milwaukee. Like, oh, we got Atlanta? All right, let's get them on out of here.
5: Yeah. <laughs> Man, <they laughs> another young far. team. Because yep. you know, the NBA has been this way forever. Not too often the young team just comes out of nowhere and wins it all. That's usually like, like Devin Booker, for example. Losing in the playoffs in high-pressure moments forced you to improve your game because – there are things that you don't you learn about yourself when you're losing the playoffs then not making the play then just losing the playoffs, then just not making the playoffs because scoring twenty five when you win the twenty games a year is different than when you scoring twenty five a game but you're in the playoffs with better players and you change your game he'll be better for it, and the team will be better for it. They just need more size and a couple more guys who get their own shot but this whole thing I ain't be talking stupid. Every time one team wins a championship, it's dynasty, dynasty.
2: Oh, you heard dynasty that? I didn't hear that about them. I heard a dynasty. Oh yeah, I That's heard. I forgot to mention that um, when I was mentioning the disrespectful comments toward the Bucks. Um, remember, after two games, uh, the boy Perkins was talking about Phoenix having a dynasty yeah. after after being up yeah. two. Uh, they, they can win it for the next year. Like, damn! Heard, can they I win the first heard one yet? That dynasty. Yeah, I haven't heard I,
3: heard I heard everybody get a championship next year to the um, to jet, the Nets. Like, I've heard everybody give it to the Nets already. Like, it's yeah. over. Yeah. And, uh, Even the is, Nets. Is, right now, right now, the um, Bucks are the third favorite to win. I think number one is the Nets and number two is the
5: Lakers. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a lot of name stuff there because I hear all this stuff. He's talking about. Oh, Chris Paul goes to the Lakers. Russell Westbrook to the Lakers. I'm like over Lebron's dead body. Russell Westbrook goes to the Lakers. No fit. <laughs> but the one thing—the one thing about the Bucks that people miss—I've been saying this for years—is people put these super teams together. The parts on the Bucks fit. Giannis doesn't want to take the last shot. That's not saying that he's scared. He knows that in his game, he's cool with Middleton taking it. Perfect. Holiday could play defense. Be be good. Make good decisions. Perfect. So to me, you could probably get somebody trade that they may stick around because oh shit, Giannis don't want to be to take all the shots and everything. But I think what happened with small market teams people miss, like LeBron second go around in Cleveland. Part of it was LeBron didn't want to commit past a year in Cleveland. <laughs> so these other guys like man, I ain't trying to be stuck in Cleveland all these years. And LeBron gone, one well, reason Kyrie bounced, and so Giannis is committed.
3: I mean, to their Kevin Love did.
5: Well, Kevin Love. Let, let's be honest about Kevin Love, right? We gotta be honest about that one. We'll, we'll leave that another day because I ain't trying to get in Jalen Rose trouble. But, uh, but, and
2: let me interject real quick because the odds changed a little bit. So now Jimmy's right though. The net, the Lakers and Nets are tied. Um, you know they they're uh, <laughs> they, they're co favorites to win it all next season. Then it's the Golden State Warriors, and then what? it's the Milwaukee. Yo, wow,
6: where they come from?
2: <laughs> I got two questions. Clay getting I got healthy? Questions. They probably figuring. I don't know, man. They figuring. Is Clay gonna, gonna be good. How about that one? I don't know. Clay was. I mean, I, I I like Clay, man. I like Clay, but Clay was a dependent. But, he was a dependent player in the first place. He was a dependent superstar in the first place. You don't get the ball to Clay where he don't have to dribble much. Like the game but doesn't come easy. Clay
3: Clay, Clay, Clay been on social media talking heavy over the last month though. Like how yeah. uh, uh, watching the finals got him motivated already. He, he been talking heavy,
2: so yeah, like, well, I, he so he working quick, on his dribble because Clay and but Devin the, Booker, like, Devin Booker got more handle than Clay. But nice here's man. the problem:
5: Black. Clay he missed two years. A bat, ACL, and uh, Achilles. Do we know this guy going to be the clay of old? It did, like, they well, did, like, Draymond washed. Shoot.
2: You got to defend them. Yeah.
5: Draymond's washed. We just got to deal with that as well. But then the Lakers, <sighs> what move are they bringing in? They got no money and no picks. So, who in the world are they going to bring in that going to help change life? Taylor Horton Tucker they keep saying big, like he, Brian is a billionaire, he'll figure it out. Brian is a billionaire, he's gonna <laughs> yeah. figure it out. <laughs> that what kills me. It's like do people watch the game in the Nets who's block who's protecting the rim? I think the Nets should trade Kyrie and run and fill the team out and run with Harden and Durant. They can win the title with that. <laughs> you know? But I just think that um people just go by like, Oh, who's on the court? But the Bucks parts fit. They might not win the title next year. That's okay. Giannis got his one title in Milwaukee. He's going to be a god there. Middleton, Holiday, all, Bobby Portis. I, I hope Nikola Mirotic congratulated Bobby Portis on the championship. By the way, uh, but that's, that's one. It's hard to win a championship. I don't. I don't hate on any player who never wins it. Because sometimes you may only get there once. Uh, you get to a bad spot. Somebody may get hurt. Things of that sort. So I'm not gonna beat up Chris Paul, and one and like someone broke down those series he lost down 2-0. One of those series he and Blake got hurt. <laughs> so how you gonna blow? You ain't even there, <laughs> you know. And so uh, that's so that's a lot of things though. But Giannis played his butt off. I think that he's a guy that Maga loves now. He's unintentionally Maga's champ. But I gotta throw out a performance. I'm a homer about this final closeout performance. I think people forget how significant that Michael Jordan game six was. It wasn't even a shot right. Piffin's back was shot against Utah. He wasn't playing game seven. Robin was in the NWO. Uh,
2: well. Well, well wasn't well, second lead
5: well, score. You know what cleared that
2: up and, and, you know, made people know more, like put more of that into the light? <laughs> the last dance. <laughs> Mike made yeah, sure y'all sure. knew. <laughs> he made yeah, sure y'all knew Pitt was hurt. Robin was yeah, wilding.
5: Because <laughs> I was a fan. You know, I'm a fan. And I remember, I was like, man, we don't win this. We're going to lose a game seven in MAGA country. Uh, he got to pull this one out. Because he scored over half a point. And I just think that sometimes it's hard to say something was the greatest ever because there may be significant. God, they might have won a game seven anyway. Milwaukee, because they were bigger and stronger than Phoenix. No matter what the analytics say, it could do nothing about bigger and stronger, <laughs> you know? And that would have to the Lakers last year. But it's hard to say, oh, this performance was greater. This performance is the greatest. Hey, the man played a great game. He showed up. Jordan, Duncan, to get the Nets that year. LeBron, because I think LeBron's best game was game one against the Warriors that year when Jared Smith clammed up. It's just that it's hard to say which one was the best, especially when it just happened, because we get a lot of recency bias as well. And, nice. and so, yeah, and so I think that he – but see, what happens with him is I think it's – like I was saying earlier, it's easy to play with Giannis because of his personality and not wanting to be the guy. And so, not saying the guy that way, but you kind of get what I'm saying. It's kind of like Kevin Garnett in a way where, hey, he'll score, but he, he'd he be lucky to let you get the ball and run with it. And I think that could help. if They traded, let's say, Bradley Beal and Bradley Beal because, kind of, hey, Maybe Milwaukee, but hey, I can win here. This guy ain't trying to take my shot. I can still get the shot, and I think that's what the case. Because Jimmy know this. Dudes went to the Spurs. They were cool <laughs> because of how that was set up with Duncan, and I think that's just some things that uh that that shows how underrated the Milwaukee front office was too. They did a lot of good things those years. It's like um, yeah. picking up the right people, redoing the practice facility, <clears throat> getting a new arena doing all those things there and developing Giannis where it's like you know, so I think that goes unsaid as Because those small markets have to scout to and like, well. This was this was
2: this is one of those uh this is one of those old school type championships yep. where the team yep. was allowed to develop um mm-hmm. you know, the impatience was out there from outside of the organization. You know, they were the number one seed a couple of years in the playoffs. They didn't win. People well, called it like and people said, <laughs> "Yeah, pe- you know, people said they choked. People said their window was closed." But see, that, that that's the thing when you sit and you let something develop, man, and you just keep going at it. This is how it used to be. Like you hear people saying that, like it's like like it's like it's a negative now. Like, oh, the, the Detroit Pistons used to beat up on Mike and them. Okay, that was that was rites of passage. That's how it used to be. And the Boston Celtics used to beat up on the Detroit Pistons before that, and then you know people had to take their lumps before they finally came through and did what they had to do. But now everything is expected so easily because most of these teams out here that are winning championships, you know they're just grabbing superstar players, so nobody has time or patience to wait, even when you draft somebody who's who's projected to be a superstar. Like, they don't get a chance. Like, the Whoa. process the process is a failure because the Sixers haven't won a championship by now. But this team went from winning, like, nine games to 50-plus games in, like, back-to-back-to-back seasons. Like, nobody looks at that kind of thing because they haven't won a championship and it's a failure. Like, how you is are, that even possible?
5: You have to be <laughs> in a mix to be team like, I just, want, I just want the Bulls to be competent. That's all I ask for. Just be in the mix and then you figure out then. But, like, for example, look at Lozo Ball, for example. He played one game, everybody, oh, he's a bust. He sucks.
0: Okay, now he's a pretty
5: damn good player. Now he developed to a good player. And, uh, and, and he'll get a nice payday. Hell, you got these hot tape guys saying Zion should leave New Orleans. He's only been there two years. <laughs> you
2: know. Oh Speaking of man, Here shout we- out to shout out to the homie Willie Green, man. New head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans. I hope Zion for him. likes that. Yeah, he he definitely put in his work, man. I remember him yeah. being a player on the Sixers. Willie Green was always that guy, like he aight, but you know, he not a star. He <laughs> he gotta be like the fourth best player on the team for us to be nice. But he could always score, but never really got much respect. So shout out to him, man. He's carved out a nice you, little niche. You
5: know what? As oh, gosh. I'll say this. i say this also. <laughs> Everybody a little crappy on all these guys that hurt feelings went through. The one name I keep hearing about know, like Jamal Murray. When the hell did Jamal Murray become Kobe? Yeah. <laughs>
2: that's, that's, you, you, sh- like, you show out. You show out in the playoffs one time, and you, you cement it for life.
5: So, but here's the thing. <laughs> they got swept. So what the hell was Jamal Murray gonna do about that? Get a game? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, that it's like they just—it's like they want to say these people are hurt. And there's a lot of good fortune, but the one I hear mad good. These people talk about the ratings the NBA was down. And if you didn't want to watch this series, you missed a damn good NBA final series. You got new Man. teams. You, you some new stars. Because people don't realize this. Phoenix always had a good fan base an NBA fan base. But they just sucked over the past 10 years because the owner was cheap. You know, he's the only owner that makes Chicago Bulls owner like he screws with, like making it like he throwing money. That's how cheap Sauber is. But you got these you got introduced to Devin Booker. The under better be better. And so if people got behind the Chris Paul story and he got behind Giannis, Giannis wouldn't have been dislikable now nationwide if he didn't make the be in the finals. And so you got these new teams, these new stories, and I kind of hope that be that way next year. Because all these folks talking about, oh, we don't want to play because Steph Curry didn't get in the playoffs. We got John Morant. We got him. We got to see him and Dylan Brooks. Now we got to see these young guys, these young teams coming up. And Phoenix, I think people act like Phoenix will be in a lottery next year. I think they get some more size. And it's like, you know, get some other guys who can create their own shot. They'll be in the mix again. You don't know who's going to win because it's hard to predict. But I think they'll be in the mix. Sure, we
2: got some breaking news. New York Jets assistant coach Greg Natt has died after being struck by a car while riding his bicycle in California over the weekend. He was oh, 58 I years his name old. Too. Yeah. yeah, Greg Knatt. Yeah, he was, name he was too, yeah. 58 years old, man. Damn,
5: yes. that's yep. – that happened to Jim Ross, the WW, old WWE announcer's wife. She was riding a bike and a dude hit her. Yeah, uh, that's what, that I mean, he's still family.
2: alive, but that's what happened to um, um Sean Bradley. Like, it's a lot, been a lot of bicycle accidents. Uh, yeah, but <clears throat>
5: I'll say this real quick <laughs> before I run. Y'all good. talking about DeAndre Hopkins and, this, and the COVID thing. I'm not mm-hmm. telling anyone what they should do. But in college football, the SEC said, "Hey, if you got an outbreak, Alabama's over ninety percent immunization rate for the record, by the way. But anyway, leading leading the pack again. But anyway, if you they have an outbreak, they ain't rescheduling the game. You're forfeiting. And I'm not telling anyone what to do. But I don't know about you. I ain't risking losing twenty twenty million dollars over a shot." I'm just being honest about that.
2: <laughs> I mean, if
5: it's me, I got the shot so I can come back outside, let alone $21 yeah. million. Dollars. I just wanted to go outside. Yeah. So am definitely that, and that's it what I'm th- if I'm an NFL player. Yeah, and you're right, though. People pay this money to go to these games and travel. You can't take off work again or do, or do all this stuff now. So it's a pain in the butt, and I'm thinking, hey, uh, I mean, I, I, you
2: play you play football for a living. So I mean, at this point, if you don't trust vaccines, I mean, it's gonna be a race to the finish, man. Hey, What's gonna kill me first, but, vaccine hey, or, or CPE? So
5: yeah, 30. Jimmy, how can folks not how can folks not trust vaccines? For the ate a Popeye's chicken sandwich or what the Mickey D's <laughs> <laughs> or eat <or laughs> tilapia. And,
2: uh,
5: and there's been so many like
2: studies about how Mickey D's food, you can leave it out, not in the refrigerator, for like six weeks, and it's still uh, edible for some reason. But you don't well, question my that. <laughs> <You>
5: don't <laughs> These question athletes that, are but... raw and chicks in the club they oh, met that night, but they up here about scared of a shot. But anyway, you guys have a great day. <laughs> All right,
2: man. Yo. A girl, All
0: right, we're going to
2: take one more call, man. We got the homie Court calling in from the shy. Court, what's up, bro? You in the world? Court! Court!
4: <laughs> what's going on? Y'all can hear me? Y'all can hear me? Yeah, we
2: can hear you, man. Yeah, y- man y-
4: boy Giannis Giannis is, right? Your boy Giannis did it. Your boy Giannis did it. First, <laughs> I- 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 I'm going to eat my crow. I'm going to eat my crow. And I, first of all, I want to apologize to Giannis, his fans, and especially Blueprint because I definitely was trolling his fans. I was even tagging Blueprint on his own page taunting and stuff, so <laughs> yes, I definitely deserve this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve this. I know Blueprint was like, this boy Court Trip, He tagging
2: me on my own page. <laughs> the funny thing is, hey,
4: listen, I, he listen, wasn't even Blueprint listen, man like
2: that. I thought so about now... that in the
4: finals.
3: <laughs> listen, I thought about you the finals because all I was trying to tell you back then was like, yo, he, he he's already accomplished more than your guy. And his upside is, he's still 26. He's already got two MVPs, a finals MVP, a defensive player of the year. Like, what he's doing is crazy.
0: Yeah.
4: He proved, he listen, he proved me wrong. He proved his critics wrong. That boy went to the free throw line, and he hit, hit all his free throws. It was all net. I can't believe it. Yeah. I know y'all saw it. It was all net. That boy hit all his free throws. Yeah. He deserved to win that.
2: It if was you hate on be. Giannis
4: right now, you're a straight hater, man. And y'all know I'm a master troll, and I'm saying that.
2: <laughs> but you know what? Like yeah. All team. of that, if you look at, you know, some of these, some of these movies where they you know, like like a Rocky movie where they trying to tell you sometimes you know fear can be your best friend. Giannis was probably scared to death for that series to go back to Phoenix. Man, where he came out and played the that best game. <laughs> like yo, I mean, Giannis it. Making... He
3: played the best game in his career in the, in the biggest game in his career, and when something right. like that Miss, happens, that, 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 that's when a legend. Eight.
2: And Skyview even pointed out that like, he, he missed yo, he the might last free throw on again. purpose. So he really missed one free throw. He missed he the last never, one on purpose.
3: He might never, yo, he might never do that again.
2: Nah, he won't. Man. <laughs> he won't. Seventeen for nineteen? Nah, never. Yeah, he might never ahead. do
3: that again. But I mean, it was it was meant to be. It was meant to be.
2: Well, what's up, Court? And
4: also, also, I w- also, I want to say this to you guys. In all honesty, like, you know, I, I, not just. Like, as far as the trolling and the way that I post and things, I want to apologize to you guys and your platform. It's really not – I always told you this, Dave. It, when I make those posts, it's not aimed at the War Room Sports. It's not aimed at you guys, because I was a fan of you guys just listening to your show before I discovered a Facebook page. The problem I have is I take other sports pages, uh, comments, and I bring it to y'all page. And I apologize to that because y'all page don't stand for that, and I'm one of the main ones that bring that stuff – from other pages, I bring it up to y'all page, and I'm wrong for that. So as a man, oh, and, and a i know, cause, controlling y'all cause, page like that.
2: Because I don't talk on other pages, like I tell Jimmy, because Jimmy stopped me from doing that because it was better for my mental health. But I still read and scan pages. So, yeah, it's like I'm I'm used to seeing that kind of stuff. So I know for a fact that the stuff that you're posting, like these arguments do exist.
0: <laughs>
2: but I don't know. I'm just over all that stuff by now, like. I'm tired of talking about the same two or three dudes like they're the only ones in sports. But y'all, y'all have at it, man. If you get somebody engaged, then they engage. You always get what Giannis
4: just did. I'll be honest with you guys. I'll be honest with you guys. Especially you, Blueprint. Because like I said, I was house tagging you personally. Like what Giannis just did, this might really stop me from trolling. Because it's like, it just goes to show <laughs> That, then, then when you listen no, to no, him talk, don't <laughs> no,
3: no, nobody believe that, Court. believe you want to start trolling. That, 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 I don't believe that you want to start trolling. That's who you are, brother. That, that, listen, no, no. I ain't mad at you. No. Listen, I, I, I I find you trolling funny, but I, I you know the thing is, when you troll, like stuff like this will happen. That's why to me, it's all comedy. It's all comedy. Yeah. you see, you see, we no, have like say, and We, don't, right cold cold we, cold we, we cold. don't
4: know. Yeah, because those guys have to play hey, the physical games. We just type it on our phones. They have to play the game.
3: We don't know what's
2: going to happen during them games.
3: So we don't know right. what's going to happen. Absolutely right. That's why we had the meme ready for you. As soon as the game was over, Who, we had a version ready for you.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, we, we, we had that ready for hey, you. We had that ready that. for you after game five.
4: <laughs> we like, we're all right. When I next deserve one? that. I deserve that, man. I was trolling. I was trolling this man. I was tagging Blueprint. I was, every time he played bad, I was tagging, I was talking crazy. I, as a man, I can eat crow and I can take that. I deserve that. It sucks. Did y'all see it's my all, voice it's though.
3: It's
4: all good, man. Oh. It ain't nothing, man. We y'all see my voice. It i man. But that's it, man. I'm going I'm to I'm I'm change my posting style up. I don't got too many bars for y'all. Mm-hmm. I just want to call in like a man and let y'all know that I deserve that verbal beatdown. down. <laughs>
2: All, right, All right, man. Good to hear from you, Court. All right, brother. All right, peace. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, what, what happened this week, Jim, while why everybody was on the Grizz Nye? You're right, man. We might as well just Absolutely. change the name of this. We might have to pay royalties to scrap, though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> why you on the Grizz Nye? It's brought to you by Digital Extreme Tech. Bottom line. Get you a new website, Stop with the Trash website, go to com or call 267 205 Say you. I heard it in the war room. And you get a discount. But, you know, comes up a couple of things that happened this past week while you were on the Grizz Night. What the thing hell Facebook, happened? Right? I know Dev's seen it already. Uh, so, Stone Camp, a new legacy with the tops in the box office. They got mixed reviews. Some folks was hating. Some folks <laughs> praised it. I mean, some Yo. folks...
4: Some people, Some people are going that too that far, man. For
3: kids. I'm, like, Still, I'm like, it's a kid's movie, man. Like, it ain't even, man. It ain't made for you, dog.
2: Yeah. No, but the, it, it, it also realistic. shows you, man, it just shows you how this whole LeBron Jordan thing, has it gets taken way too far, man. Because a, a lot of the criticism was LeBron will never be Jordan. He doesn't have the charisma and blah, blah, blah. And he just wasn't an icon on the same. I'm like, yo, it's for the kids, though. Like, my kids enjoyed it. I saw, I saw someone
3: say, "I saw, I saw someone say on Twitter, this John, this John, just ain't as realistic as the first one."
2: Yo, <laughs> realistic. Michael Jordan got. I'm like yo, yo. yo Michael Jordan got pulled into a, a, a golf hole, and ended up yeah. in, in in space playing a basketball game against people who took Charles Barkley's talents. Like realistic. Yeah, people did too much.
3: they were just trolling. They were just trolling. They was want to hate on Brown, man. Like so, I'm like, yo, this is not even made for y'all. And y'all out here, y'all be, yo, the Brian, I told you, the, the Brown sexuals and the LeBron haters are both just as disgusting. They balance each other out because y'all both disgusting. Well,
2: but, that um, joint beat yeah, out so, that joint beat out Black Widow for um, tops in the box office office last week, and the thirty something million that it made, it took. Like like Jimmy's been telling y'all, it took LeBron's career earnings over a billion dollars. Now, Jimmy's trolling when he kept saying billionaire because he know y'all going to be repeating that. LeBron has oh, earned
3: a billion dollars. No, no, no. He earned a billion dollars. He's earned a billion
2: dollars. He's a
3: billionaire. No, no, no. Right. No, but there's articles saying, he's saying he he's, actually reached a billionaire status. Uh,
2: well. In I, the same There's day they say they, 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 his they, career earnings reached a billion. I mean, you you know money more than everybody. You know earning a billion doesn't make you a billionaire. No, because I look at like, the same thing. I looked,
3: <laughs> yeah, I looked at the same thing, and I saw the articles about him earning a billion, but then I saw articles that came out later. Now, maybe they're, like, you know, drawing. But do you think those are people writing the articles
2: that don't understand the difference in the concept?
3: I mean, it could be be possible, but it said billion-dollar net worth, and I was like, hold up. I I saw the other one. Yeah,
2: because you can't go from billion-dollar earnings to billion-dollar net worth in the same day. That's not even possible.
3: Yeah, you know, (laughs) I was like, yo, I'm I'm laughing, though. I'm like, uh, funny thing about it is the timing of when it dropped. That's why I was laughing at it, because I'm like, yo it actually said billionaire i look, i definitely looked at the fine print to see you know whether it said earnings versus net worth because i'm counting his money yeah. catty patty like that
2: the only difference i could find was he hit the earnings like and and then they put some more people in the in the couple articles i read kevin durant is at like 560 million dollars career earnings which all know you know the percentage of those earnings that got to go to other people they got to go to uncle sam <laughs> but I don't know. But but that's what that's what it's gonna say. Like from from this day on people are gonna say LeBron's a billionaire. I know LeBron will be a hey, listen, billionaire. Man. But definitely if a you, difference. If you, if you earn
3: if you earn if you earn a uh, uh, you don't even, you don't need to earn a billion to, to be worth a billion if you put it to work and Brian definitely puts it to work. So who knows Brian, Brian, that's not a billion, Brian is billionaire, worth bro. a
2: billion even <laughs> without it. having a billion. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Just being who he is Floyd, and what Floyd, he generates, he he's been a billionaire. Floyd, a little, said he, you know, Floyd said
0: he was
3: a billionaire like ten years ago, but the media don't want. To Floyd just him. make up
2: his worth because you know people going to repeat that. Uh, Floyd just much. Floyd make Pretty up much. Floyd. I'm telling you, in two years, Floyd going to tell people he a trillionaire, and they're going to be repeating it. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Shout out, shout out to Money Floyd team. if you can do it. Money go ahead and do it, Yeah, man. what else happened? That's what I have
3: my own agreement i Is our man P.J. Tucker, or should I say NBA champion P.J. Tucker? And shout out to P.J. Tucker because he every Tucker. every round in this playoffs, every round in this playoffs, he beat one, one of his Houston Rockets starters. Like it went from like Trevor Ariza to like uh, he. Who else did they beat? They beat Kyrie Irving. He beat
2: uh. Not he beat God, be Harden.
3: He beat Trevor Ariza, James Harden. Uh,
2: James Harden. And the board, and the board play
3: center for him too. Uh, Capella of Atlanta. The board of play center for the Hawks. Yeah, Capella. he beat every yeah. starter that was on a Rockets team with him you know, during the course of the playoffs. On, so on a Rockets but, um, team
2: where he was supposed to win a championship. <laughs> Crazy yeah. part about that. Pretty much. Where, you know, yeah, where they could have won it. Where they went to, anyway, what, game um, seven of the conference finals against with the Warriors? Yeah. With 3J doing.
3: But, uh, yeah, so, uh, PJ, 3J, he showed the game six of the NBA finals. He had on a quarter a quarter million-dollar pair of Air Jordan 1, 250 racks uh, pair of sneakers. Yeah. Uh, as Giannis says, he was walking around with a house in his feet. Um, <laughs> you know, every <laughs> time he does, he does something, though,
2: DJ. with hey, his DJ. shoes, <laughs> every time he does something with his shoes, Giannis be out there drawing. Like, he he can never DJ. keep anything low-key, but when you got, you know, diamond-encrusted shoes, you're not really trying to keep it low-key, so... You probably want somebody to, to draw for you so you don't have to draw yourself. But, you know, PJ is, they say he's the universally accepted sneaker king of the NBA. Um, yeah. So, these, uh, they said he commissioned a diamond-encrusted Air Jordan one, like Jimmy said, worth 250000 from the shoe surgeon and Jason of Beverly Hills. So, the shoes had 2,020 white diamonds set in 150 grams of 14-carat white gold, which formed the, the, the Nike swoosh and zip ties. Yo, it, it, it's, 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 he's doing way too much. He said it reportedly took more than 100 hours to complete these shoes, um, which is uh, surely the most meticulously crafted Jordan 1 pairs to ever have existed. So uh, shout-out to bull man. <laughs> shout-out to PJ to actually wear a $250,000 pair of shoes on his feet. Because that's the one thing right there. Like, if you have that, most dudes will probably, even rich dudes, would just keep that in a case somewhere. Yeah, he walked into the arena. Well, that's,
0: that's the first thing I asked.
2: So hey, they got I, sludge I, on I the bottom of it just like everything like... else. <laughs> Yeah,
3: like that's, the, that's why that was the first question I asked. Like, did he wear them? Like, I thought maybe he had them like a right. case or something. Like, he, my man had them nah. on, like, part of his fit.
2: Yeah, he, he wore them John's in.
3: So, so the
2: fact that he I had, had them and he wore them on, like, regular concrete outside, like, even though they cost a quarter million dollars, my wife's still going to make yeah. you take them off when you walk in this house. So shout out to him. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yo, man. Uh, Maria Taylor. She um, left ESPN after all the turmoil. Um, the The word, on the, the word on the street, is that she got a big deal from NBC and will be covering the Olympics. Um, she definitely is amazing. Uh, so, shout to her. Um, right, you know, right into that was, chair. Was
2: yep, they said Game Six, of the NBA was Finals, it was, was like, her last assignment. So you know Rachel Nichols is going to get all bumped up profile. to something. <laughs>
3: All the high profile black folks is is out of there, man. They gonna have like, you know, um as he calls himself the Big Perk about to get a job or something like
2: you know, who knows, yeah. man,
3: it's getting crazy over there.
2: If they put him on anything serious, I ain't gonna never watch NBA telecast again. <laughs> Not on that channel.
3: Yeah, Bobby walking around calling himself Big Perk. Big jerk. Trash, man. Yeah, anyway, him. man, sh- shout out to Maria, man. Shout out to Maria. Uh <laughs> You know, I'm looking forward to seeing you in the Olympics. I'm looking forward to the Olympics, but you know, it is what it is. Anyway, um, Bobby Bowden, man, man, Look, this is what I, is what I think Bowden. of yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I think of big hey, perk. That's always did. Big perk. But uh, Bobby Bowden, uh, what's perk John? carry on, um, Bobby Bowden, uh, the Florida State legend has been diagnosed with a terminal illness, man. So. That's tough to hear, man. Bobby yeah, is hard to Bobby Bowden
2: has pancreatic cancer, and like Jim said, it's terminal, so his family has basically come to grips with it. Jim, I ain't trying to be smart. I ain't trying to be funny, but I would have swore for God that this happened already. I thought we talked about Bobby Bowden having I, yeah. a crazy that. illness before, and I might have no, thought that I he died say before.
3: that, But you've opened it up. <laughs> exactly I might have thought, I thought that he died
2: I was like that's damn I ain't know he was still around <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't yeah, going to so. Yo I, I did, Yo you sure they didn't Announce that he had something else before Like is this his no, Second I type of cancer I or something this old I, don't know. I, can I mean I know, one, I know This is new now, so. But I'm like yeah I could have swore we Did something about Bobby Bowden being sick Before man unless he had something and he beat it Maybe. I don't know but, yeah, I, I didn't think
0: maybe
2: we got it. Uh-oh. Did they get you, Jim? I can't He's hear you if you talk Oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, I
3: don't know what happened. Yo, Maker Maker or McCord Maker, depending upon how you pronounce it. I call him Maker Maker because it sounds sound better. But uh, he withdraws his name from the NBA draft. Now, this is a young brother who uh, went to Howard University. It was, like, you know, a big deal about him going to HBCUs. Um, he didn't really compete last year. Some say he chickened out. Uh, we don't know what really happened. But, you know, um,
2: yeah, he, he took was.
3: His, time to go to the league. And now he's not.
2: He took his name out because he's claiming that they're saying he's not a first-round pick, and he's kind of scapegoating his situation at Howard for that. Not for going to Howard, but the fact that um, their season got cut short last year for COVID. He's saying – people saying they don't have enough film on him because of that. But, you know, I've, and I talked about this on the show before. I had some inside information, and this is not after the fact, after this announcement-type information. We talked about this before when he was sitting out last year and we weren't sure why he was missing so many games before the, shut, you know, before the season got shut down. You know, I had heard that he had some handlers who, after his first two games, I think the whole thing was his first two games were like the performances were such average performances that they wanted to shut him down while his stock, presumably while his stock was still high. Um, Because when you go to a a program like that, when you're a five-star recruit or four-star, whatever he was, a four-star recruit, like you can really do nothing but hurt your prospects if you go to this league and not dominate. Now, he never played in the MEAC. He never played at home at Howard University. He never even played against an HBCU because the first two games, you know, they were games outside of the conference. So um, he's saying he's going to go play professionally somewhere now and try to get his draft stock back up because he doesn't want to go back to Howard just in case, like if there's any thought that they might cancel the season again, which nobody has said that there was any inkling of that happening again. So now it just kind of sounds like he did something that we all praise. The moment might've got a little too big for him <laughs> because he realized you can't just coast through there and, and still go where you want to go. So now he got to go somewhere and put in some work. So shout out to him, you know, still took a lot of heart to make the decision that he made. So shout out to McCour. Maker. Yes,
3: sir. Yes, sir. So that's what happened this past week while you were in the Grizz Naive. Before we get out of here, Deb, tell you about what happened this date in sports history.
2: Yes, sir. This date in sports history, y'all know what it is. It's brought to you by Sports the Book. If y'all are tired of reading all that bull that y'all call sports talk, man, just just stop. Just, just take a break. Read Sports the Book. Sports is an acronym. Smart people only read the sports. Uh, it's written by uh Sports' own Jimmy the Blueprint. Go pick up a copy. You can do that at warroomsports.com or sportsbook.com. Wherever you pick it up, make sure you pick it up. Make sure you read it. Holler at us with your feedback, too. All right, so uh, July twenty second, 1997, Greg Maddox, who Jimmy and I were talking about the other day off air, might have been, uh, a member of the best pitching staff ever assembled in Major League ba- Baseball. Uh, on July 22nd, 1997, Greg Maddox throws a complete game with just 76 pitches. Now, you got to be a baseball fan hey, to realize yo. how amazing hey, that is. How do you do that on 76 no. You threw a complete game. You threw nine innings. On seventy six pitches. Yo, that's less than
3: that's oh less God. than three pitches per player. Like, how do you <laughs> no, even like
2: he was, yo, he was getting dudes out of there. Yo, that, I'm not that's gonna amazing. lie though. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see that game. I want to go the, back and he, watch that. I'm gonna try to look he for probably, it. He probably
3: is the greatest pitcher I personally, with my eyes, have seen. Like I've seen Nolan Ryan and all that or
2: whatever. But right.
0: when
3: Greg Maddox was at the top of his game, he was like a scientist.
2: Um, right, because he had he, like, you know, stuff. He wasn't well. just overpowering people. He had all kinds of pitches that he could go to. Greg Maddox was nice, man. Yeah, he
3: definitely was. Yeah, nice. he's probably the best pitcher at, at his at his apex. He's probably the best pitcher. Now, Kerry Wood, remember him? He had like a couple games mm-hmm. where he was like uh, probably on something because he was
2: like on another level. I saw, I, I saw Kerry Wood. I saw Kerry Wood live in in Oakland. Um, I was out in Oakland. I went to a game. Uh, I saw him throw a complete game shutout uh, in person. So, shout out to him.
3: Yeah, he had a couple right couple on. games where he was just insane. His breaking ball was like out of this world. But Greg is probably yeah. the best pitcher I've ever seen. That's all. All right, one more thing. That here
2: makes yeah, that's, that's crazy. I'm telling you, I'm going to go look for this because I want to see. I mean, of course, he to do this, you had to have a lot of help in the outfield, too, because if you're throwing early pitches that are hittable, you know, dudes got to make the catch. They got to make the plays. But that shortens at-bats, you know what I'm saying? If you plan playing against a team where you want them to put the ball in play, because y'all know what y'all are dealing with back there. So, you know, as good as pitchers are, you know, they always need their guys behind them to, to help them get these kind of stats. But this is crazy, 76 pitches. And last but not least, man, on July 22, 1994, O.J. Simpson pleads, quote, absolutely 100% not guilty, unquote, of murder. <laughs> so shout out to Greg Maddox, shout out to O.J. Simpson, and we'd like to give a nice war room salute to both of these historical moments. Let's get up out of here.
3: Yes, sir. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. We appreciate all the support from everyone. Those that got through, those that couldn't, we love you all. Listen, here is the shout out to line, shout out baby. to be awesome. You can find everything we do. Fuck yeah! This shout <laughs> Bottom line is just catch everything that we do on WarroomSports. dot com. Enjoy the opening of the Olympics. When's the opening night of the Olympics, by the way, Ben?
2: I think it's the twenty fourth. I want to say, which is Saturday.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you know, ho- hopefully you guys can enjoy that. Um, but catch everything we do. All of our content, all of our information, everything can be found at the hub of Warroom Sports. Get my book, Sports. The book at WarroomSports. dot com. Listen, man, as we always say, do not accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance. And we'll see you, Chumps on top.
1: All the Yo. every Thursday, 6 to 8, they do this, ah. shout out to Dev, PJ, Woo. beat off and dot Bay on replay, uh. dot com. get that mobile app, it's not out 3 323 3 4, 10, 00, 12. they be going and you sensitive then oh well, yeah. Physical podcast, let's talk show Showtime like magic and the block push. course Listen to live, push one to join in uh, Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment uh, Hip-hop dollars. Uh, pit-stop knowledge. Uh, Just me and knowledge Should be in sports credit I ain't talking college Five guys, no beef though For a But the streets know funny I got a G-flow KC, royalty. I'm in Beast mode, two hours the first course You can't the name Us